as entrepreneurs, we want to make a huge difference, make that little dent in the universe. And one of the best ways we can do it is to influence our audience, inspire them to action. Well, how do you do it and how do you do it systemically so you can create tremendous value? Well, that's what this podcast is all about today and that's why we're here. I'm John Bowen and this is AES Nation. It's all about accelerating your success. And I have a guest who's gonna show you exactly how to do it, to make that difference. And he's working with some of the biggest personal brands and showing them how to leverage technology to influence. You don't wanna miss this. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. I am so excited to have you here. I've, I've heard about your work over the years, but we had the chance to sit together at Joe Polish's uh, Genius Network, and I was even more impressed uh, meeting you live and in person. I wanted to share you with our audience. So again, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much, John. Well, t tell me, you know, one of the things I, I did a little build up and uh, you've been doing this for a long time. As a young guy, you've been doing it for a long time and you're really yeah. making a difference with a lot of personal brands. But before we go in, because one of the things I love to do is get some of the life lear uh, lessons learned that you've had in helping fellow entrepreneurs uh, really make this huge impact but how did you did you wake up at you know age five and say i'm gonna be i'm gonna help personal brands really influence and inspire action uh no no we I, we uh, systematically picked that uh division just because we feel like that's the highest impact potential so we i originally started uh in college um so i was i went through a triple majored in computer science information systems and business and i figured uh Having a programming company would be cool. Um, so I got a couple clients and uh, started out by building like websites and stuff like that. And um, turned out we had a terrible business model. It was called 24 hour tech stud. And uh, we were 24 hour tech support for marketers um, and, and the influencer. And uh, it, was a, it was a really needed field, but ultimately was a hundred hour a, uh, a week job. And it was not very fun. Um, and uh, so we, we transitioned into a, uh, well, I met Dmitry Kozlov, my business partner. He had a design agency. I had a programming agency. So we started a design development agency called Vision Tech Team. Um, and from Vision Tech Team, we realized a lot of the influencers that we were working with, they were missing one of the key elements, which was a influencer site, which is a personal brand site. And that's how a majority of them were, were able to grow the quickest. And the more time and effort that we put into that, the more successful their business was. So we decided to dedicate the majority of our time and really transition into just doing influencer sites so that we could build uh, a lot more momentum and, and create a lot more value and ultimately create our impact model. Our impact model is that we help other people who are impacting other things. Um, so obviously it's a, it's a strategic impact model. Oh, well, it's a huge impact. And you know, one of the biggest challenges we all have is, you know, I always think of it as inspiring action to the right audience, you know, whatever, whether we're selling services or, you know, goods. Um, and 
One of the things that I want to do is get a little definitional first. Uh, James, you and I you know, love the term influencers because yeah. it is that action. But, yeah. you know, what is an influencer and, you know, why is this important that our fellow entrepreneurs think of themselves as inf influencers? Yeah, so an influencer, it's, it's, it's very much related to a thought leader um, or what I like to consider a results leader, um, meaning that they are creating results and that they are at the top of their game. Um, and, and the difference between an influencer and a thought leader is an influencer is more, their, their brand and their image is more catered towards really pushing out influence to others in a, in a way that has an impact model. Um, and for us specifically, it's, it's mainly catered around polarization. So that's the marketing plan is making sure that you're magnetically attracting the people that you can help the most and repelling people that you really can't help or, or not involved in. It's, it's also a great marketing plan in general, but for us specifically around the influencer market, it's one of the more necessary pieces. Yeah, no, it's, it's so important that we not try to serve everyone. I mean, this right. is <laughs> one of the biggest issues. And, you know, and, and I am, uh, we do a lot in thought leadership, uh, particularly among the, the super rich, all the way with advisors and attorneys and accountants. And we've, we did a study not that long ago of about 1,500 professionals across different segments related to the financial services because of where we are. And we asked them, do they consider themselves a thought leader? And we define yeah. thought leader as someone that is really an expert in that area. They're communicating that effectively, but also monetizing it. Yeah, and, uh, that's the key word there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's a real big thing because it's one thing to publish books. It's another to put a website up and all that. But if it's not monetized, it's not sustainable. And that's you know something that you and I care about. And what happened, and, and it was really interesting, uh, about four out of five said, hey, I'd love to be a thought leader, uh, even really a little more than that. And when we then went and said, okay, how many of you consider you are not in in every single profession it was single digit so there's there's a lot of desire to be this and this really kind of leads me to you know as we're thinking about this you know when we we're, we're seeing a co collision if you will with the future of business how we're all doing business in this influencer model and i mean you've been one of the leaders in it james you know help me out with what that is how you see the future of business for our fellow entrepreneurs yeah, yeah. So I mean, one of the big reasons that we went into this market, um, the tactical reasons that we went into this market was in, in the next 10 years, so there's like a lot of articles written from like Peter Diamandis and a lot of futurists um, sitting that the, the top Forbes 100 will be completely different in 10 years um, due to technology increase, um, so exponential technology increase, um, changing the atmosphere of business. And ultimately, most bigger companies aren't acclimated to change velocity meaning that they cannot change systems or technology as quickly as it's going to be created in the future. Um, so the, the big piece here that, that we uh, extrapolated from that was making sure that you have a good base that's representative from, from you specifically. So Dave Asprey or Richard Branson, they do a great job of, of separating themselves to the company. So Dave, Dave Asprey has a great, Dave Asprey, the biohacker, has a great yeah, brand. And, let me, and yeah, well, I was gonna say, so everybody knows Bulletproof, coffee bulletproof diet or just plain bulletproof <laughs> right but if he were to sell bulletproof he could do that and separate and it would still pull in the tangible uh, item from from dave asprey right so if he were to start another company it would be exponentially easier for him to do that because he's built that 
uh, rapport and the reputation through all of his other companies that then pulled to his personal brand. Uh, now the personal brand isn't there to sell. It's really hard to sell a personal brand, but what a personal brand can do is help you get media, help you get PR, help you get speaking gigs, help you. It turns a conversation rather than, hey, maybe this person will sponsor my event to, hey, let's, let's pay him to speak at my event and really positioning yourself a lot better for media attention, PR, and, and really the foundation building blocks for your company so that you're seen as an expert and you're seen in a, as a thought leader for your specific income. It's all, it also helps with you know, getting loans and other items to have somebody see you as, as being an expert in your field rather than having this terrible looking website. Can't tell you how many like real speakers, even Tony Robbins would be like, oh, hey, you know, where, where can we find yourself? Like, oh, don't go to my site. Um, you know, yeah, it's like, oh it's man, almost that's almost universal actually. Yeah. And, well, and you really want to control the conversation from a reputation standpoint, when somebody searches your name or your business, your personal brand site should come up first. Um, and, yeah, let and me it, jump in. Cause I want to go back to one yeah. thing and I, I want people to be your know, fellow entrepreneurs to really be thinking about what you said. Cause there's some, you know, no matter what business you're in, you know, there's a good chance you probably go to meetings and you might be a sponsor and you might exhibit and and you might write big checks you know at one time i did that i always thought of it as extortion money and then i run some large events so it's now resource partnering but in any event you know there's there's an ability if you're an influencer making that change and i've always been a big believer in this in the thought leadership side james and I did that and, and built up uh, a number of businesses along the way throughout my career where I got paid for speaking to bring in clients. And kind of the ultimate was one of the second book I wrote on a business, uh, it was a wealth management business uh, that we built. And uh, you know, one of the people reading it read the book, called me up and said, hey, I'd like to buy your business for $25 million. So yeah. I'm a big believer in the power of getting this out. And, and, you know, it's made, I mean, many, many, many millions of dollars for myself and my partners and for the people I have the privilege of working with. So this is real. I mean, sometimes people get caught up that it's esoteric, you know, but let's talk about it a little bit. And what, you know, when you take this and you, you're going to have a growing business if you're using it effectively, how, how do you make that work with all the other challenges? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the big picture here is that making sure that you have, like everybody puts their personal brand or, or their piece as a, like a, one of the last priorities rather than their first priority over creating a strategy, like a long-term strategy, building a brand around your business is much more difficult than building a brand around your, yourself. And that really sparks the conversation for creating a brand around your business. If you're, if you're doing it right from a, from an influencer standpoint. What do you think about it? And, you know, what's interesting to me is, you know, I always struggle because, you know, sometimes I, when I've done it, I've thought of myself as egotistical, you know. That, right, right. Yeah. Status. And it's you're doing it for only status. And that, I mean, that, and that's a big problem. Most people don't like to talk about themselves. Right. And that's been a big hindrance for a lot of people. Is I, I don't want to be a celebrity. And so it's, it's not that piece of it. It's, it's, it's positioning yourself and owning the conversation rather than having somebody else look up you know, your, your glass door rating or your, you know, all these other items that they can look up from a reputation standpoint, they're looking at you first and you can control what Forbes articles you want to send them to. You can control how they contact you instead of them trying to reach out in, you know, ways that you can't really get them. You, you really get to control the conversation. That's a massive impact model for just controlling the conversation. 
It really is. I mean, the, the, the part that I love about this, James, is that, you know, as I'm growing the business, I do want to frame the conversation. And, you know, I don't want to, and you said this right in the beginning, I don't want to work with everybody. I have a very defined niche avatar that we're designed to serve. But, you know, they have a lot of choices. I mean, one of the great things about the Internet is that it's the best facilitator ever out there to make all these options available. So how do you stand out? Like uh, I help a lot of financial advisors. We, in the U.S., we have 480,000 financial advisors. You know, how as an entrepreneur, how do we identify the right person? Because for most of us, we can't tell the difference. But what we do is we want to work with the best of the best. And the, based on our resources, we're going to do that. Well, how do we get to the best of the best? A lot of it is reputation. And this is why, James, you know, I'm, I'm such a big believer in what you're doing, this influencer side, because that's really, you know, how it comes together. But, you know, help me, you know, because it's one thing to say to do this. How do, how do you go about doing it uh, type thing? Yeah, so, so what, what most people have is that when they get stuck up is, I mean, you mentioned one of the, the objections to having a influencer site or a personal brand site is that most people don't want to seem egotistical, right? And, and it's not egotistical. It's, it's creating a clarity message around what you can provide to the right people, magnetizing the right people so that you, you, you control the conversation. So that's, that's definitely number one is, is getting over the mindset that it's, you know, a status thing instead of a, like a, a foundational business plan. Um, two is that really creating a clear message is one of the biggest things that differentiates real thought leaders from uh, from people who are trying to be thought leaders. Really getting clear on your message and it, we, we call it uh, user experience. So the user experience has to be catered towards one specific purpose on a site. And if they're catered towards that specific pur pur or purpose in a very clearly defined way, Man, you you are going to find so many uh, opportunities there that most companies don't do. Um, so that that's like one of the biggest hints there is making sure that you really get clear. We have a an awesome process called StoryBrand that you go online. It's a book too, but you go online to mystorybrand.com, and it really gets you clear on on what your personal message is. And it's also good for like we do it for our, our Vision Tech team clients, where we do marketing plans for everybody. Um, but they do they go through that, and they we go through the the purpose questions. So understanding why you have your own personal brand is bigger than the how or the what that you're doing. And if you really get clear on the why and the purpose, then other people are going to be polarized in the right way to join your cause. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. What most of us as entrepreneurs want to talk about is the how, you know, kind right. of the process yeah. of what we do. And it's really magical. And among fellow entrepreneurs, you know, that's great. But when we're looking at services, you know, we, I want to work with the best of the best. I want them to be authentic. I want them to be passionate about what they're doing and be really good. And this is where, you know, the, the power of, you know, we all do this. You know, if I'm thinking about working with someone, what do you do? You're going to Google them. And, you know, two things are going to usually show up. Their LinkedIn profile, so you make sure you take care of that. But the second is their website. And we're going to look at their website. And is it aligned with what we think they're doing? And more importantly, what we want them to do for us? And are they different? Because, you know, there's no, there's no shortage of no matter what you want done, there's somebody out there that will do it. And, uh, 
James, how, how do you help people think that through? Because, you know, a lot of times when we get going, you know, I, I'm a, I love story, for instance. And, you know, they don't they think their life has been boring. You know, they're, they're usually the most successful guys and you know, or gals. And they're, they're just kind of they don't think they have a story. They don't think they're compelling. And then once you get going with them, it's like, wow, you know, you're, this is fantastic. Right. Everybody has an amazing story. And that's, I mean, story is one of the big selling pieces that we do. So we, we have something called an influencer intensive. So we do our first step is called essence extraction. And what essence extraction is, it's basically they go through copy brand, um, which gets them clear on that. Then they go through a, it's a questionnaire that basically asks like, what's the purpose of what we're doing here? You know, what, what are your, your big picture goals here? Um, really getting clear on the why. And then we get on a clarity call with them to really get clear on the why. Um, and really understanding the why behind everything is, is paramount, right? So once you understand the why, we create wireframes that basically then, then can guide people through how to best uh, utilize their purpose and, and best you know, transition them. So we do it from a marketing standpoint first, and then we put these beautiful, beautiful designs on top of them. Um, that, that cater towards the purpose. But so we have that step, then we go through story, right? So telling your story is one of the most impactful things. And really it's it's guided towards the whatever purpose that you're trying to create out of that. So your story isn't, I mean, everybody has like a million different stories, but it's really telling a story from an emotional standpoint that you're gonna get an emotional connection with a potential customer, a potential, you know, whoever you're trying to target or position to that you're really trying to emotionally attach yourself to them. That way they see you as way different. Um, and that story usually is a humbling story, right? It's not your bio. Your bio is like all your accolades. The story is kind of how you got there and the mistakes that you made through the way so that people can empathize with you and, and really connect with you at an emotional level because they're gonna buy in a lot more. Most of our clients have very, very high ticket items that they're selling. Um, so for them to be able to sell these items, uh, persuasion or pre-framing is massive. And this story really helps for a potential customer to connect with them. Um, so then we go through the story component and that kind of builds a lot of the, the uh, polarization. So we call it authentic authenticity. So and a lot of people overuse the word authenticity, but ultimately through that story, we really get who that person is and make sure that everything is, is aligned with that. So for example, Richard Branson, you wouldn't have any of his sites have him in a suit or you know anything outside of him living a lifestyle that he lives, right? And Dave Asprey, you wouldn't have, uh, you know, you wouldn't have any imagery of him eating a cupcake, or you know, even JJ Virgin, same thing. Like you wouldn't have imagery of them eating something that wouldn't align with with their. Uh, yeah, and, and I've hung out with both of them a fair amount, James. I've never seen him eat a cupcake. No, no, that, and that's, <laughs> no but and I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's so important is that there's yeah. an alignment in the value and that messaging going across. And, you know, and all three of the entrepreneurs you talked about are extremely passionate about making a difference. You yeah. know, James, one of the things that comes up and you know, I want to ask you about this because, you know, you can do these beautiful websites and they can almost be brochureware. And how, how do they help support the growth more? You know, what, you know, one of the things is we're rationalizing, you know, it's time, energy and money. And, you know, you said <laughs> it's like so many entrepreneurs and I've even said it myself along the way that, you know, don't check out. Let me send you a book. Let me send you this or send you that type thing because we're, we're in the process of updating our website. 
but you know the time energy and expense and we're then nervous does it really represent us and and how can we really monetize that you know to make sure you know so we can prioritize when's the right time to you know take advantage of these kinds of services and you know create this influencer uh website yeah and it's 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 buying money for, for a discount, discount right i mean that's that's any service that you're going to provide ideally um and you know, my answer to that is i it's the same thing as you know when's the best time to grow a tree right <laughs> two years ago um yeah. but what it what it does provide is a fundamental building block and it's it's it really provides a lot more of the reputation management at first and really provides a lot more positioning second. Um, and where the positioning comes in is it really helps you out with media, PR, really getting getting a hold of people, right? It's a lot easier to do that rather than a one to uh, one on or one to one conversation. You can have a one to many conversation because like you had said, having a one to one conversation is fine. Hey, let me send you my book. Let me send you this. Like those are positioning pieces in your overall influencer strategy but the main strategy starts with your online influence. I mean, everything is moving to digital. And when somebody's talking about, hey, you should have this person on your podcast, hey, you should have this person speak at your event, they're gonna Google you, right? And, and ultimately you need to control what that piece is. And it, it becomes like, what is you know, several speaking gigs worth? It's a fundamental piece that really helps the rest of the businesses that you have grow. And a big problem there is that most business owners, or most entrepreneurs have multiple businesses, right? They have a, they have a a common purpose, but they have multiple businesses. And it's hard to really describe their story if they want to get on a podcast or if they want to get in speaking or if they want to get in Forbes or Inc or whatever. Um, it's a lot easier for that person to look into them on a website that's been positioned well and they can go through it. And we've got this down to uh, like our specific process. There's a personal time investment of, of a little less than six hours. So it's, you know, we've gotten this down to like a massive scale of really trying to protect people's time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a process. There's a lot of things that go into it. James, are you seeing, you know, our fellow entrepreneurs, are they going ahead and, you know, the, the guys, particularly those that have sizable businesses or complex businesses, but they're, they're, you know, I think of like Bill Gates at Microsoft, for instance, when he was there, you know, there, you think of Microsoft, I forgot how many hundred thousands of employees they had, but you thought of Bill at that point and and you know they we so often you know really reduce it to an individual which becomes the associated with the brand right you're pulling the reputation from the brand into that individual and now bill can do so much more with, with that, that reputation by himself and expand into you know his impact potential was all leveraged on his his personal brand um you know and the same thing with with richard right i mean a, a majority of what he can do and the impact that he can make isn't because he has money it's because he has influence. And that's where real power comes into play. And that's where real scalability comes into play is having influence rather than just building a business around making money. Now, do you see individuals that you're working with, do they go ahead and are they, you know, they would have their traditional kind of corporate uh, website and they're creating an influencer or are they blending the two together? No, they're always separate. So the, the ultimate goal for almost any entrepreneur is to sell their business, right? So we don't want to mix the two because if you have your personal brand directly associated with your business, it's really difficult to sell. And it's even more difficult to sell without you in it uh, because it's, you know, it's just really, really difficult to position that sale in a way that you're not there. So the, you have two different sites. One is definitely for 
the company, which is branded at whatever level it's supposed to be branded at. And then you have your personal site, which is your influencer site that helps these other businesses grow and positions you a lot better in a, like I said, like a media environment or anywhere where you're really trying to position yourself well. Yeah, one of the things, having sold a number of businesses along the way and reinvented myself, the very first time I didn't understand it as much and as I've gone forward, I have. And, and this is really important and this is something for all of us as entrepreneurs. You know, even if you don't wanna sell your business now and the largest business I sold, I didn't wanna sell, but somebody came and offered an unbelievable <laughs> amount of money and I had two partners who, why I had the largest equity position, I didn't have the majority. I learned there, yeah, and you didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Who, who would have thought that? But anyways, yeah. you know, it was a, and it was a great opportunity. I have no regrets whatsoever. But what happened was all of a sudden, you know, I was really had a good brand in that influencer in that space. But I was very easy to take it over to another space. And I've done that repeatedly now. And, you know, James, that's one of the reasons why I'm so, you know, I love this because you're really kind of creating value, multiple values so that, you know, very almost never anymore do we keep a, uh, a business for, you know, one business for the rest of our life. I mean, things have changed. They're so dynamic anymore and there's multiple opportunities. And quite honestly, entrepreneurs typically were ADD, we get distracted, but you want to go full cycle in your business, but you want to maintain those connections, the relationship and that ability to influence. And this is one of the best ways of doing it. Right. I mean, you're building up all that potential relationship capital. You might as well keep it um, and keep it internally with you. And, and I mean, that's why we're we actually are doing some of the, the C-level staff members, too. Um, so personal branding, C-level staff members of a bigger company uh, really, really helps out the brand because now they have a, a you know, a, a well-positioned CEO which, or a COO or a CMO and positioning those C-level staff members helps the overall business because now they can, they get positioned better for media. So they can do media on their own instead of having to leverage the visionary or who's ever the most famous person in that company to do the conversations. So it really helps not only with the visionary, but with other staff members in the, on the team. Like obviously we do, all of our team members have, uh, have the ability to do their own personal brand site, but that's because we own a personal brand site company. But um, you know, we do recommend it for a lot of people that aren't even in the professional space. It really helps you build that equity because otherwise what you're doing is your company is taking your equity from you. You're, you know, all the success that they've had, you're not anywhere near that or you're not associated with it. So it really helps to be able to pull that that out and really have a personal brand of your own no matter where you are now obviously it makes more sense if you're if there's more value the bigger the influencer that you are because it's needed at some point otherwise you're just going to cap yourself out with whatever reputation you do have outside of uh the web or outside of your influencer marketing strategy but it really it's, it's kind of built for everybody well and, and one of the things too is i you know i have built up my, my partners you know some of my senior people uh and we do, we're big on, you know, thought leadership and influencers on each of them. And the reason, you know, they love doing it because if we separate at any time, they're already, they're well positioned and their right. value's gone up. Uh, and on my side, I actually like it a lot too because I, they're, they, can, they can go out and give speeches, presentations, they can cut deals. They are much more 
uh, representing the firm in a very positive position and creating value collectively. And that's really a lot of value there. Hey, James, why don't we do this? I, you know, we've been talking about how to do this. You do this. So I want to pull up your website and yeah. tell me a little bit about what this is and what you're doing. I got a little confused when I saw all this beauty stuff, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> and actually that's our brand promise, right? So we build beautiful influencer sites. So beautiful meaning that they are, um, they, they look good um, and that they're influencer sites that express your essence, meaning that they're polarizing and authentic in the right way. Um, and then they influence your business results because ultimately you're really looking to improve business results. Art is just art if it doesn't have any results oriented to it. Otherwise, it's, you know, it, it's just there. So, um, yeah, this is this is our site. So if you want, I'm going to hit on portfolio and just pull up a little bit. But yeah. yeah and, and, and if you're in a car, obviously don't look at your iPhone right now. Yeah. And, oh, there's a uh, on this one. Yeah. We'll ha have the. Uh, all the links will be there, but you're going to recognize as you go through an awful lot of the online, you know, really top talent and some beautiful sites and even making Frank Kern and uh, the rest of the group look awful good here. And I'm going yeah, through real and, quick. And it's authentically good, which is, you know, it's you, you'll see none of the sites really look the same um, because we have, a, you know, we do such a long process around the authentic piece of it, making sure that we're polarizing in the right direction. Like Mike Keatings, for example, he had a lot of uh, quirks. He's a very cool dude, uh, but ultimately- I like Mike a lot. He actually, he was the one that taught me some of this early technology that we're using yeah, uh, with yeah. Wirecast. So Mike is a great guy, but he, I think he would be disappointed if we didn't say he was a little quirky. Along no, for sure. And he's quirky in the right way. But ultimately, his old site didn't serve him best because it was kind of a, hey, I'm, I'm everything to everybody. You know, if you're looking to be an, and he's in the same industry we are, he's looking to grow influencers, right? And he has a scissor reel and all the other cool items that they have. But ultimately, you know, he's not, he can't help everybody do everything, right? So he's trying to polarize in the right way. And we had Frank Kern, who, um, you know, has evolved from the surfer dude to kind of a, a marketing badass. And, you know, that was a, a big change where, you know, in the process of doing Mike Dillard let right me, now. Let me put up uh, Frank. You know, I, I know Frank. I mean, actually, I know all these guys pretty well. And yeah. Frank has been also a little instrumental to me in uh, putting it together. But I, I do remember the first video I saw of him when I was searching to learn how to do uh, this type of marketing, online marketing. And uh, it was him with a surfboard and uh, I think it was a Porsche convertible, you know, Carrera. And I go, I don't think he's the right guy, but I, I have been in his mastermind group as well. And uh, yeah, he's been uh, you know, following his vice millions of dollars. But, you know, the difference now, how professional he looks compared to what he did. And he's opened up some, you know, he's having his best years ever and opening up corporate relationships as well as yes, the well, it, it, And it's definitely a rebrand. And, and one of the other, for, for him, his specific item was to try to get out of the industry, the internet marketing industry, right? Not not out of, but to expand outside of the internet marketing industry. In order to do that, to be, a, I mean, a lot of people are celebrities in their industry, but ultimately there are very few people who can grab celebrity outside of that. And it's really difficult to do that without positioning yourself incredibly well. And this is one of the great techniques to do that. Um, also, one of the other things that you had mentioned is, you know, like a, a lot of people ask, how often do you redo your, your, you know, how often do you update your personal brand site? And, you know, we've, we've built into our process a, we have something called um, data-driven design. 
So we have we do marketing principles principles for the beginning of the of the design phase. But once we launch the site, we have data driven design, which means we put metrics on it, and we try to you know every month we take a look at the site and we change it based on how the users are reacting to the site in order to cater towards the best um, changes there. And then we utilize those those marketing principles in the influencer space towards creating better designs in the future. So that was. That was like a big one because a lot of our customers are doing like one to two years. Every one to two years, they're redoing their personal brand site, like completely redoing it because a lot of people change, right? Like you're way different, or at least I'm way different than I was two years ago. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm specifically in the, I, I love that, you know, I get on these podcasts and jamesgoulden.com isn't done yet. Um, we're, we're redoing it. So I put up a, a please hold page. Um, but yeah, we're almost done with, with my piece of it. But yeah, it's, it's, we kind of redo those sites every one to two years. Yeah, and, and like one of my largest revenue stream I hadn't even thought of two years ago. And, you know, this is where it becomes really powerful. Let me let me bring it all together here, James, for my fellow entrepreneurs and do uh, key takeaways. And, you know, to me, you should be hearing loud and clear. You are an influencer in your heart. If you're an entrepreneur, you're inspiring people to action. You've got to use all the tools with today's competition to really let your audience know that you are the right one to help them achieve whatever is important. And you know, the, the reality is by the time most often we talk with someone, it's too late. They're gonna be doing the research, they're gonna hear from other people, they're gonna Google your website, and you've gotta have that. Recognize how business is changing. You know, it used to be we could have large sales forces and communication and whoever had the most money won. That's not the case anymore. And you know, the biggest challenge of growing now is you know, how do you scale up effectively? And it really, one of the best ways is leveraging this thought leadership, this influencing position and creating you know, that marketing path so that you know, how do they become aware of you and you're, you're, you're really persuading them, you know, kind of giving them the framing so that you're gonna have a great, great experience. If they're the right ones for you to serve, once they become a client, they just love you because they already know what the experience is because it's you and it's your firm and what you do. James, I want to thank you uh, profusely. This has just been really helpful and uh, continue to make a huge difference. I will thank you so much. Okay, and for everyone, remember you can go to the show notes at aesnation.com and we'll have all the information, all the links, how you can uh, contact James. And with that, remember, all those people out there that you're looking to influence, they're looking for your help. Don't disappoint them. Your clients, your future clients, and all those strategic partners want to be influenced. We wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable, breakthroughs, aesnation.com.